Hey folks, before we get the show started today, I just thought I'd let you know a little news. We have created a store. We've partnered with a company called TeePublic, TeePublic.com. We have a bunch of designs over there that I think are pretty fun. We got Josh with his Who, and we got Dan in his Mind Palace. And we have the regular Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast logo up there too, available to be in just about any kind of thing that you want. Mug, t-shirt, hoodie, etc., etc. What I want you to do is uh, check out our social medias. We'll be blasting it out here within the next few days and we'll have the link for that. And that'll be fun. Thanks folks and enjoy the show. This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Josh, and today's game is the 2020 year in review that will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Marcus versus the Benchwarmer team of Mason and Scott. Eric, how's your 2020 been? It's been, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. My wife moved out for a minute. That was fun. Um, COVID related. She was in a hotel. (laughs) It's like, wait, is this new news? Are you, (laughs) I mean, to recap, I got a speeding ticket. Um, my wife got pregnant, uh, and I've been at home. I haven't eaten at a restaurant since March or gotten a haircut since March. So fun. And Marcus, how's your 2020? And let us know what your and Eric's team name is going to be. Um, my 2020 has been overall probably better than it should have been. Uh, my last outing, like like true like going out outing, was in at Geek Bowl, and that was <laughs> that was basically it. And then went to went on lockdown. Um, but I got to join you, gentlemen, which has been awesome. So. Thank you for at least making the end of 2020 uh, a lot be- a lot better. This has been great. Um, and our team name today is, I hope Dick Clark is okay. You know, 2020 <laughs> sucks so bad. So many people have died. I just, I, New Year's won't be the same if he's not okay. All right. I hope Dick Clark is okay. <laughs> Mason, uh, how's your 2020 been? Um, Okay. Not, not particularly <laughs> exciting in any way. Um, it's been fun having to pay thousands of dollars for an education that's all virtual. So that's that's fun. And um, the podcast at least helped me get through it. But other than that, all good, I guess. You, you've dodged like eight hurricanes. So, I mean, that was fun. Yeah, that, that's, that's another thing. <laughs> Blanked all of those out for some reason. Yeah. I feel like you're missing some really important things. Like you hit puberty in front of all of us. And that was amazing. You were almost abducted. And that was good that it didn't happen. So, you know, you've. Turn into a man this year. Thank you, Scott. I'm, I'm, I appreciate the the glowing praise. Oh, and uh, Scott, how, how's your 2020 been? And let us know what your and Mason's team name is going to be. Yeah, I, I feel similar to Marcus. Like I, my 2020, I think has been better than it, it should have been based on the circumstances. I mean, it's been like a give and take. You know, like sports were taken away from me, and I like met my wonderful girlfriend who I love very dearly. Uh, she's also a patron waiting for her thank you card. Um, just putting that out there. Um, and, you know, but then it's like, I can't do anything and I'm on lockdown, but I get to do this podcast. So it's, it's really been like a give and take. And I've just been trying to accentuate the positives. So I'm not going to complain, I guess. I suppose it could be worse given the circumstances. Yeah. 
Something could happen to Dick Clark. Something could happen, right, exactly. Or, or like Daniel Stern. You don't want that to happen either. So um, our team name is also going to be New Year's themed. Um, hopefully in the new year, uh, Mason and I can get our winning percentage up on this podcast. So in hopes of that, we're going to be New Year, New Us. Okay, so we've got I hope Dick Clark is okay versus New Year, New New Us. Um, yeah, my 2020 has been kind of in a similar spot of some really good things happening. You know, got married, uh, you know, got involved in this wonderful podcast. Um, so, yeah, it definitely could have been worse considering. Um, so I, I like to kind of, as we're wrapping up the year, focus on those positives. And hopefully soon things can get a little back, a little bit closer to normal, you know, not too far into 2021. All right. And now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, it is now time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one. Dustin Johnson won the 2020 Masters Tournament with a record score of how many shots below par? All right, Scott, you go with that? Yep. All right, we'll go ahead and check in. Okay, New Year, New Us is checked in, so I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys can talk it out. So what I was saying is that I think it was over 20 because I know that everybody was scoring. Like, everybody was – the um, course played really easy for everybody. So there were tons of people that were in the 15 to 17 under, like, that range. I honestly think he's over 20. How far? early to mid i think i don't know okay you want to just say 20 we can say 20 20 is fine all right all right we are checking in with 20 (laughs) okay so i hope dick clark is okay he's checked in with 20 and new year new us what did you guys come up with well scott just said i trust you (laughs) to start off with so it's basically whatever number i wanted to come up with um i knew the previous record was 18 i think it was jordan spieth had 18 a few years ago um and i thought it was 20 i thought it was either it was around that number but i know exactly so i just said 20 with a question mark scott was fine with it so we're gonna go with 20 okay so both teams checked in with 20 under par and both teams will be getting points the correct answer is 20 so johnson was tied for the lead after both the first two rounds and he led overall after the third round as well uh, I do believe he won by five shots, so the next best was at minus 15, but there were a bunch, I think, in that minus 10 to 15. Um, yeah, he just kind of ran away with it a little bit, so moving on to question two. What horse won the 2020 Kentucky Derby that took place on September 5th? All right, we're going to check in. Uh, Dick Clark is okay, is checked in, so new year, new, new us. You guys can talk it out. I briefly remember it like it's one of those things that was there and then it left my head yeah i can only think of one horse's name but i don't even know i think it i don't think it, they won the the kentucky derby i think they won one of the other one i think it was one of the others but i don't 
That's the only, I can only think of one horse's name that raced any of the races. We should probably go with that better than anything else. And I might be off. I think it's called like Tis the Law or something like that. But I don't know if that's if that's the Kentucky Derby, if it's Belmont Preakness. I honestly don't remember. It was one of the races. The name rings a bell. The name definitely rings a bell. But I don't know if it was Kentucky Derby or not. I just remember that horse winning something. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting name. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have anything else. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, we're going to check in with Tis the Law. All right. New Year, new us. Checked in with Tis the Law. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? The only horse race I've ever paid attention to or probably ever will is uh, the Kentucky Derby. And I thought it was authentic. I know it's not Landis Cog, which is a horse named um, out there. Um, so we went with authentic. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is authentic. Authentic beat Tis the Law, the winner of the 2020 Belmont Stakes, by one and a quarter lengths. So it was a horse in the race, finished second. Moving on to question three in the tailgate. What two teams are playing for the 2020 MLS Cup later tonight, December 12th? Now I'm definitely not watching it. This is not a good omen for how this game is going to go. All right, we are checking in. Okay, I hope Dick Clark is okay, is checked in. New year, new us. You guys can talk it out. All right, so since we don't know, we'll try to logically think through teams that good right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know exactly the structure of the MLS. I would assume it's going to be like an East versus West kind of thing. Yeah. So probably pick an East Coast and West Coast. So for West Coast, we have Portland Timbers. The Galaxy. Yeah, I don't think it's Seattle because I feel like Marcus would know it. That's my thought process on that. LA has been doing so well in sports this year, so maybe we just go with the Galaxy. Okay. And then East Coast. There's New York. There's DC. Orlando. Orlando. Why don't we go LA and Orlando? Okay. LA, since they've been good at sports this year in Orlando, is a shout out to Eric's former favorite basketball team. Okay. That's fine. That's fine with me. We'll go with that. All right. We're going to check in with uh, LA versus Orlando. Okay, New Year, New Us checks in with LA versus Orlando. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? So the Sounders are definitely one of them. Um, but I couldn't uh, get to the other team. And then Eric said, it's either the crew or the revolution. And for some stupid reason, across my Twitter timeline yesterday, I saw Baker Mayfield wishing the Columbus crew good luck. So we checked in with the Seattle Sounders and the Columbus crew. One team getting points. The correct answer is the Seattle Sounders versus the Columbus Crew. Uh, the Sounders beat Minnesota United in the Western Conference Finals, and the Crew beat the New England Revolution in the Eastern Conference Finals. I haven't watched a single second of Sounders at all. I watched 20 minutes, and I wish I hadn't. United was up 2 to nothing with under 20 minutes left to play, and they lost 3-2. to two. That was brutal. So heading into the first quarter, we have a score of 30 to 10 in favor of I hope Dick Clark is okay. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. 
You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. What baller was drafted number one overall and is a special contributor to Fox NFL kickoff? We're about to check in. Are you sure? Yeah, because that, that makes sense. Okay. All right, you guys checking in? Yeah. Yes. Okay, New Year, New Us has checked in. I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys can talk it out. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so obviously we're like, oh, Burrow or Edwards. Well, I can't think of anything that works with either of those guys. Um, I just thought of somebody, but that would be really weird because, like, Edwards is an insider. Uh, I don't know. That's a thing. Wasn't he ESPN? Oh, yeah, I guess. All right, so on Fox kickoff, we got Howie, Terry, uh, Kurt Menefee, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Strahan, Tony Gonzalez, Carissa Thompson, right? Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired of thinking about this. So um, let's go with uh, what's Edward's first name? Anthony. Anthony, Anthony Edwards at Summerall. <laughs> Hey, I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in with that. <laughs> new year, new us. What do you guys got? Well, um, we started with thinking of who went number one overall. We came up with Burrow and Edwards. Um, and then Scott said, what about Yonescu? And I was like, well, she's a baller because she plays in the WNBA. And that was this year. So then we started thinking of what fits with Yonescu. He came up with Cuba Gooding Jr., which I think would be a great addition um, but that's not what we checked in with. I vaguely remember he was on there. I don't know if he was a special contributor, but he was on there. I think Cooper Manning was on the show for a brief time. I don't know if he's still there. So we went with Sabrina Yanes Cooper Manning. One team getting points. The correct answer is Sabrina Yanes Cooper Manning. I don't acknowledge Ducks, so whatever. Yonescu was drafted by the New York Liberty out of Oregon. And Cooper has been and still is a part of Fox NFL kickoff since 2015. So Marcus doesn't acknowledge ducks. We all know how I feel about women that we weren't going to get that. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. That is very true. Do you realize not for one second the WNBA even crossed my mind? Well, hopefully we'll see if this one goes any better. Question two. What internet personality knocked out Nate Robinson in the second round of their fight and appeared as a hologram at this year's Survivor Series? I get that. Yeah, we're, we're checked in. Okay. 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 New year, new us is checked in. I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys can talk it out. Too soon for this. Go ahead. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, all right. It's uh, we're checking in with Jake Paul Bear. I hope Dick Clark is okay. It's checked in with Jake Paul Bear. New year, new us. What do you guys got? Uh, Mason knew the 
who knocked out Nate Robinson right away. And obviously, with the second part being wrestling related, the one sport that I did watch consistently in 2020, uh, I knew that that was Paul Bearer. So we checked in with Logan Paul Bearer. One team getting points. The correct answer is Jake Paul Bearer. I do believe Jake is Logan's brother. Yeah, they're the same person, basically. I, this, I, don't, there's a difference. Hey, I thought hey, it was Logan Paul. Hey, they're both uh, jerks. They're, what, what Josh would like to call them are knuckleheads. <laughs> so Jake has a, quote, professional record of 2-0. and uh, He also beat fellow YouTuber Anne Essengib in January 2020. Yeah, and Logan Paul's about to get his face knocked off by Floyd Mayweather. And Paul Bearer's hologram appeared for The Undertaker's final farewell. Moving on to question three. What driver won the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series and made his NFL debut with the Atlanta Falcons in week four when he filled in for the injured Young-Ho Koo? How are you on backup kickers? Pretty good. It's not even a backup. It's a one-week replacement kicker. Is it bad that I have that and not the race car driver? Um, yeah. All right, let's let's check in. I hope Dick Clark is okay. Has checked in. New year, new us. You guys can talk it out. I, I've got nothing. Um, sports shut down, and I still didn't watch any NASCAR. And I didn't watch the Falcons' backup kicker. I watched it, like on Red Zone, but I, <laughs> I'm not going to remember who it was for one week. You said Matt Kenseth. That makes sense with Seth. That's why I, a name came to my head, and I was like, well, that at least fits. You could name yeah. a guy, Seth something. I don't know what any kicker's name Seth, but. I know. Danny Hamlin is possible. Is Lynn Dickey Jr. a kicker? Is there a Lynn, Lynn Dickey's son, Lynn Dickey Jr. a kicker? I mean, I honestly don't know. What about Denny Ham Linball Joseph? Maybe he made his kicking debut for the Falcons. I might, yeah, because like, <laughs> Dominican Sue kicked a couple extra points for the Lions right. back in the day. <laughs> He's not on the Falcons, so I, I, he switched teams I, just for that. Maybe he was a free agent. So maybe they picked him up just to kick for, for the week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't think I'd be able to come up with it regardless. Yeah, I, I don't have anything either. So. so let's just find a last name that goes with Seth. Seth Rogen. Ooh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Can't walk on for the Falcons. All right. That's what we're checking in with. Matt, Matt, Ken, Seth Rogen. All right. Well, let's just move on to, uh, I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? So I got, I got a chance um, to flex my NASCAR knowledge on this um, by knowing the place kicker over the, the driver. Um, so I saw that they, the Falcons tried out, uh, was it Kai Forbath and Elliot Fry uh, for the position? Um, he was on the practice squad, I think, but still. Anyway, so we went with Chase Elliot Fry. One team getting points. The correct answer is Chase Elliott Fry. So hold on a minute. I don't know anything about the WNBA, and I know a practice squad kicker. So, and he's not like a rookie this year. He's actually been around for like three or four years where he's gotten different tryouts and he made like preseason. And then this was the first time he actually got into a game. Chase won the. Elsco Uniforms 500, the Go Bowling 235, the Bank of America Roval 400, the Xfinity 500, and the Season Finale 500. Uh, Fry converted one field goal and went one for two on extra point attempts. He reverted back to the practice squad the next day. I'm sorry, the Go Bowling? 
The Go Bowling 235. <laughs> the Go Bowling 235. I thought these were bowl games. We could just name invitationals after things that you do. If, if I saw that on TV, like scrolling through, hold on, Go Bowling 235. <laughs> let's watch some bowling balls. It's just cart. Oh, I'd rather watch bowling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to question four, shall we? What player who won the Smoke Hazed Australian Open would go on to be the winning pitcher in the deciding game six of the 2020 World Series as a rookie? Marcus, if the, I mean, that is a name. Yeah, you want to just check in with that and call, call it good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to check in. Okay, I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in. New year, new us. Talk it out. Dustin May is the pitcher. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. I don't think there were too many other Dodgers rookies that made the postseason roster. Yeah. I don't know any tennis players. Anything with that last name. Right. So my thought is that it could just end in dust, like Martina Hindus. From the Hindus River Valley, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> right. Exactly. I just don't – I mean, it's not like – he wouldn't give me two wrestling questions, so I know it's not gold dust in May. It's not Ziggy Stardust. No. Yeah, maybe it's not even Dustin May. <laughs> we're just on the wrong track. I'm trying to think of any like relief pitchers that maybe were. I mean, I can name some of the relief pitchers, but none of them were rookies. Oh, oh, is it the guy they got from the Twins? Bruce Dar Gratterall. He was on the postseason roster. He was a rookie. His last name is Bruce. Bruce Dar. The smoked hazed Australian Open is tennis, right? I mean, I don't know any other sports that have an Australian Open. And I, I think I remember seeing, like, in the background of them playing tennis, there was, like, the, the brush fires. I, I just thought it's, for Australian Open, it's got to be tennis. It would be an outdoor stadium. You could see it in the background kind of thing. So we can just come up with a, something that fits Bruzdar or Dustin, whichever one you feel better about. I feel like it's more likely to be Dustin May, you know that he was also on that team. We can go with whatever you want for that one. Since, since you came up with it, we're going to check in with Ziggy Star Dustin May. <laughs> hey, New Year New Us has checked in with Ziggy Star Dustin May. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What'd you guys come up with? Eric said he's pretty positive that uh, uh, Novak Djokovic won the Australian Open on the men's side. And so we were thinking Victor or something. Um, and we were throwing out <laughs> any name we could think that sounded right. And I said, Victor Robles is a name that I know. Uh, I don't know what team he plays for, but it's a name. So we checked in with Novak Djokovic, Victor Robles. No points awarded. However, one team did get halfway there. The correct answer is Novak Djokovic, Victor Gonzalez. (laughs) Uh, Novak's win was his eighth at the Australian Open and his 17th career slam, Grand Slam overall. And in the postseason, Gonzalez pitched six and two-thirds innings across eight games and allowed two runs on five hits and four walks while striking out five. Moving on to question five, this is the last one. So, you know, take some solace in that. What team who won the 2019-2020 Bundesliga Championship led the Tampa Bay Lightning in points for the 2019-2020 season? Yeah, that's got to be it. I don't know why those connected right off the bat, but that's got to be it. Okay. We'll check in. Okay. New year, new us has checked in. Kind of surprised you guys were the first to check in, but uh, we'll see what I hope Dick Clark is okay. Has to say. Pretty sure it's uh, Bayern Munich, Kita Kucherov. 
Okay, so I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in with Bayern Munich, Kita Kucherov, and New Year New Us. What do you guys got? I don't know why it's clicked so quickly. I was thinking of Bundesliga teams. Bayern Munich worked, and I know Nikita Kucherov plays for the Lightning. That's about my extent of Lightning knowledge. But uh, Scottson was fine, so we checked in with uh, Bayern Munich, Nikita Kucherov. Well, that's all you needed. You didn't need to know any other Lightning players because the correct answer is FC Bayern Munich, Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Bayern Munich would go on to win the 2019-2020 UEFA Champions League title. And Kucherov led the Lightning with seven assists in the 2020 NHL Stanley Cup Finals. He was tied with Braden Point for the most points with eight. So after the first quarter, we have a score of, I hope Dick Clark is okay with 90, and New Year knew us with 50. Today's second quarter will be the odd one out. The odd one out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one is what five Kansas City Chiefs had the most receiving yards in Super Bowl 54? Your options are Blake Bell, Mecole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and Damian Williams. So I, I think that's it. All right, we're going to check in. Yeah, I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in. New year, new us. You guys can talk it out. It's like we have it narrowed down to two. Yeah. So it's it's I'm think I agree with you. It's either Hardman or Hill. I just don't. Yeah, I definitely don't remember Tyreek having a big game. It's just did he have essentially where one of these somehow had less receiving yards than Blake Bell in this yeah, game. So I feel like... Blake Bell could have had just one catch for like 24 right. yards. You know, I don't know. I just I feel like it would have been a big deal if Hill didn't have that many receiving yards. I don't know if he if he only had like you know. 20 receiving yards. I feel like that would have been a big thing. I don't remember, but I mean. Yeah. I don't feel, you know, more confident one way or the other, just trying to think about it logically. But if, if you are leaning towards me cold, then I'm, I'm obviously I'm fine with that answer because have it narrowed down. I don't know. I just I find, I find it hard to believe that Blake Bell would have had more receiving yards than Tyreek Hill, just even in any kind of game. Like even if you game plan, Tyreek Hill, but he always yeah. finds a way to kind of break one out. So that's true. I just, and I mean, Michael Harmon's the same kind of thing. It's just, I, I don't know if it last right. opportunities probably to do so. All right, yeah, let's do. So it. we're gonna let's, let's check in with uh, Michael Hardman. Okay, new year, new us has checked in with Michael Hardman. I hope Dick Clark is okay. What'd you guys come up with? So. I mean, you got, you got, I think you guys got there just not with the right information. Hill had a good game. Hill had over 100 yards. I think he was the top receiver for the Chiefs that game. Um, uh, Watkins had close to 100. And so we had it narrowed down to Blake Bell and Nicole Hardman. And the only reason I know what Blake Bell did in the Super Bowl is because he's on the Cowboys now. And when uh, Jarwin went out, 
I was on his pro football reference page hoping that maybe he would be he was something and he's not um but anyway uh i think Nicole hardman only had like one catch for like a yard um so we went with hardman okay so as eric said tyreek hill had the most 105 yards sammy watkins with 98 uh third was travis kelsey with 43 fourth was damian williams with 29 and fifth with one catch for nine yards was Blake Bell. So the odd one out was, in fact, Mecole Hardman, who had one catch for two yards. Points to both teams. Still waiting for that Blake Bell coming out party. <laughs> All right, question two. I want you to tell me the odd one out from the list that will contain five events that were canceled during 2020. Your options are the Boston Marathon, the Little League World Series, the Open Championship, the Scripps National Spelling Bee, the Tour de France, and the Wimbledon Championship. You want to go with what I said? Yeah, we're not, I mean, it's, you know, we're kind of throwing a dart either way okay. so all right well i guess we'll go ahead and check in okay new year new us has checked in i hope dick clark's okay you guys can talk it out yeah so um eric started throwing out things that he was for sure that were canceled and i agreed marathon spelling bee little league world series um and he said pretty sure wimbledon so we felt good about those um so open championship and tour de France. Um, we were talking about it. Eric's like, yeah, it's in the UK and international travels basically been nothing. And that's something that we feel like everyone watches. And, um, so yeah. And then Eric, uh, followed up with the French suck and I agreed with that. Um, so we, we are checking in with the tour de France. <laughs> I can say that I'm Hungarian. It's a love. <clears throat> All right. I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in with the Tour de France and New Year, New Us. What do you guys got? Um, well, it's been known in the show. I watched the Scripps National Spelling Bee. I knew for sure that was the well, first, the first one we ruled out because I was like, I would, oh, I would yeah. watch that Memorial Day weekend. I obviously was not watching that. Um, plus, there's like 300 people and their families. That would not be possible. Um, Lily World Series, Boston Marathon, we eliminated. Um, I was pretty sure the open championship didn't happen. I wasn't hundred percent on that. Um, and we were between Tour de France and Wimbledon. And my logic was that the Tour de France is outdoors for the entire time. And so maybe it's easier if you don't have spectators, you could have it happening. Um, so we checked in with the Tour de France. Well, the Boston marathon was canceled. The little league world series was canceled. The Scripps national spelling bee was canceled. The Open Championship was canceled, and Wimbledon was canceled. Tour de France is the correct answer. Uh, the 2020 race, originally set for a June 27th start date, was postponed until August 29th. So it was postponed, but not canceled. So points all around. Moving on to question three of Odd One Out. 
which player does not fit into this description? The five Los Angeles Lakers who started the most regular season games for the 2019-2020 season. Your possible answers are Avery Bradley, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Anthony Davis, Danny Green, LeBron James, and JaVale McGee. You sure about that? Um, 99.69% sure. So there is doubt. Uh, uh, (laughs) There's a sliver of doubt. No, I'm a, no, he, yeah, no, I'm good. Yes. I'll go, go have it. All right. We're checking in. All right. I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in new year, new us. You guys can talk it out. Mason, I think this either has to be Avery Bradley. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to fill out the lineup. It had the other four would have to to be in it. I just they both, you know, came off the bench, right? A lot. I'm trying to think. I'm leaning towards Avery Bradley as the odd one out because KCP can play more positions and play the two or the three. And if they wanted to be really, really small, he could play at the four. Whereas Avery Bradley's pretty much just a two guard, and so is Danny Green. Well, if Danny Green was starting most of the games, theoretically that would mean Avery Bradley was not. Whereas KCP could have started at the three if they were when they were playing LeBron at the four. Yeah. Uh, KCP could have, you know, he's just more versatile. I think it's Avery. I think it's Avery okay. Bradley. I I don't really have a strong inkling either way. If you feel good about Avery Bradley, I'm fine with that because I mean I'm with you. It's one of those two. I'm thinking. I just don't have a preference specifically I, I just feel like bradley would have too many other guys that he would have to climb over to start even rondo even caruso like other guys yeah other guards that, that maybe could have started yeah. uh we will check in with avery bradley okay new year new us has checked in with avery bradley and i hope dick clark is okay what do you guys got well um, that 0.69 is creeping up a little bit, but the one thing I do know about Avery Bradley is that he opted out uh, when they went to the bubble. So my only issue, and was my 0.69 of doubt, is that I know he started before the bubble. So does that equal out? I think KCP is the one who stepped into the lineup when Bradley when when Bradley opted out. So it kind of depends on how many games they played in the bubble, but we checked in with Avery Bradley. So both teams have checked in with Avery Bradley as the odd one out. And two players started 68 games. That would be Danny Green and JaVale McGee. LeBron James started 67 games. Anthony Davis started 62 games. Avery Bradley started 44 games. And your odd one out who only started 26 regular season games is Contavious Caldwell-Pope. As Marcus stated, um, Caldwell-Pope started all 21 playoff games after Bradley opted out after the season resumed to remain with his family due to his oldest child, six-year-old son Liam, who had a history of struggling to recover from respiratory illnesses. My bad. So yeah, the before um, before the season got put on hold, 
there were more games that were played of the regular season before oh, yeah. uh, they, re- they re-upped. So no points for that question for either team. Moving on to question four. In the odd one out, which item does not fit into the top five teams in the 2019-2020 Premier League table? Your teams are Chelsea, Leicester City, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, and Tottenham Hotspur. Do you want me to tell you or just... No. No, this is blind faith. I you trusted me and I blew it, so now I'm going to trust you fully, and you'll probably get it right. So I can only hurt you here. You tell me who you think it is. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I. I can't. Oh, Eric's I, done this to me I, before. I can't because I didn't write him down because the second he started talking, I was like, I can't contribute to this in one single yeah. form or fashion that is constructive. All right. So, do you think it's Wolverhampton? Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. It's a trick. It wasn't even one of the ones. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can Josh, we could check it. All right. I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in. New year, new us. You guys can talk it out. Well. <laughs> so we had different initial yeah. reactions. I. Mine was, mine was and, Chelsea. And mine was either Leicester City or Tottenham. But that's like a just shot in the dark. I don't know. Matt talks about Tottenham too much for them to not hear it. You're putting your faith in Matt. No, not in Matt, in his ridiculous yeah. diatribe. I mean, I, I know Leicester City was that long shot that won a few years ago. I don't know how good they are now. Right. And I, I your question yeah, is probably between them or yeah, Chelsea. You asked, is Chelsea any good anymore? I don't know the. I don't know the answer to that either. I just feel like you don't hear about them as much as you used to. You know, they used to be like really good in a powerhouse, but I, I don't hear a lot about them yeah. anymore. I'm okay with Chelsea. I just, like I said, I just had two names that stuck out, but I mean, it very well could be Chelsea because I don't know much about their recent history either. Um, yeah. So I'm, I don't really how much to go off of here. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I do remember Matt talking about Tottenham a little bit. So maybe they're, you know, relevant enough to be up there. And Yeah, I'm, I, I I think they're in here because they they also came up in a crossword I did recently like, last week. Oh, and that, that, that cements it then. That made, it's got to be. It's got to be. It made me think of Matt. Well, I'm pretty sure the clue was like, you know, something about being victorious or something or other. So. All right. Um, so... You want to go Chelsea then? If that's who you feel. I mean, I I screwed us with Avery Bradley. So if you want to go Leicester City, it's your turn <laughs> to go out on the limb. All right. Uh, I guess I guess I'll put my faith in you, Scott. I oh, I'm fine with it. I don't I don't have anything. So oh, I trust you, Scott. I guess we'll go uh, and go ahead and check in with Chelsea. Hey, New Year, New Us has checked in with Chelsea. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? Marcus? Yeah, that answer that we checked <laughs> in with. No, um, so I knew for, for 
100% at Liverpool. They won. And the top four teams go to the Champions League. So that's Liverpool, Man City, Man U, and Chelsea. Um, the other two were, they go to the, the, was it five and six go to the Europa League. Um, and I can't remember which one was above um, 100%, but I was pretty sure Leicester City finished above Tottenham. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and check in with Tottenham. One, screwed one team getting points. Uh, Eric did just list the top six correctly in order. The odd one out was Tottenham Hotspur, who finished sixth, actually tied for sixth with the Wolverhampton Wanderers. They both had 59 points, although I'm guessing they must have been one higher due to some tiebreaker in soccer. Who knows? Wins. They had more wins. Okay. Why does Matt go on and on about a six-seated team? It's the Europa League. I only could have hurt you there. I I had nothing no. positive to contribute. Uh, it wouldn't matter if I picked Leicester City. Matt, so, you know. Yeah, Matt, start talking Scott, about teams you that need, win. You need to understand that Matt is not um, well-versed in Premier League soccer. He's, he's Bundesliga. He'll tell you that over and over again. I don't know what the difference is. Are. I know that Lewandowski is a thing. Bundesliga is in Germany. <laughs> Premier League is in England. I had to ask Josh the other day what UEFA was, okay? He, he did. He, he needed me to, to inform, remind him of what UEFA was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Last one of Odd One Out. Question five. Uh, who does not belong in this category? The five Los Angeles Dodgers who had the most hits in the 2020 World Series. Your names are Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Mac Munce, Max Muncie, Corey Sager, Chris Taylor, and Justin Turner. You got six coins? Uh, no, I don't have six to coins. To die. Why don't you just use a, a, a die use a to six sides? <laughs> That would just be a lot a, smarter there. Maybe. Well, yeah, it'd be a lot smarter, but who has a board game just a second? Dan's not here, right? I, right I have dice on me. I have dice right next to me. Here, my so. backpack that's what? right there. What is going on right now? Hey, well, you never know. You never know. Did you forget that one of my other hobbies is game design? No, I do that. I know. That. Listen. All right. <laughs> I honestly don't think I have a single one in this house. I bet anywhere. you're wrong. I, oh, I know we do. We do have a few board. Games. I don't. You have no board games, no anything. None, none that require none that require required dice. Yeah, listen, kids can they can put them in their mouth. It's a, it's a, a lot of the games now have turned into that you know that like Cards Against Humanity type game. Where That's it's some. Just... There's plenty of dice chuckers. Is there? Oh yeah. Is that the technical term? Dice chuckers, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what's my favorite game involving dice? Freaking, uh, oh, uh, with the thing in the middle. Damn it. Trouble? Yeah, there we go. Trouble? Trouble? Yeah, the pop matic yeah. or whatever it is. Hey, you don't need to worry about a choking hazard Fun there, well, except the little pieces, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was just pieces. <laughs> except those 30 The ones that the hole in it. He's <laughs> stuck in your throat. If it at least has a hole in it, you might be able to. Nice. Oh, no, we have a board game, but again, no dice required because. Sorry. Ooh, no dice. Yeah. Anywho, focus like on the question. I I was done. I mailed. Oh, in. 
You're mailing this one in. <laughs> All right. Well, if you if you're cool with that, that's that's yeah, the only. That I, I think that's. I feel good about that. But I felt good about the other one, and I was very stupid. Oh, okay. We're checking. Hey, it's 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 baseball, so I'm not. <laughs> if it's not White Sox related. All right. So I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checking. Yes. So new year, new us. You guys can talk it out. I'm trying to remember if Turner played. I know he was banged up. I think he. I, I, I think he did. I mean, it's a World Series. I'm sure they ran him out there. Even yeah. If you... I'm trying to. And I do know that he tested positive for COVID in the decisive game, went down to the clubhouse, and then came back out to celebrate with no mask. <laughs> so he did get pulled in the final game. He didn't play. He got pulled like right as the game started. Okay. Um, do you want to you want to go Bellinger? Yeah, I mean, I I I agree with you that I remember hearing him struggling in it, and if maybe that one extra game might not make a difference. Maybe he was struggling so badly that he wasn't getting enough. As in yeah. Turner having you know that one game that he missed. If you're sure about that, then. All right, we will check in with Cody Bellinger. Hey, New Year, New Us checked in with Cody Bellinger, and I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? Um, my only. Uh, inkling on this was I remember there being a deal about Justin Turner being in a slump uh, during that series and then coupled with the fact that he missed the last game I I just that's that was where I went so I we checked in with a uh, Justin Turner all right well Corey Sager had eight hits Mookie Betts and Max Muncie each had seven hits Chris Taylor had five hits Justin Turner also had eight hits. Oh, balls in my So face. the correct answer was the struggling Cody Bellinger, who only had three hits in the World Series. All right. He, this is all you the rest of the way. I'm going to so show not only mouth. Not only did he have an off World Series, his whole 2020 um, was not up to his normal par. He hit 239 in 56 games during the abbreviated regular season, and he hit about half that like 120 something in the world series but i guess you know you don't need everybody to to do well to win heading into halftime we have the following scores um the points went up the difference did not change i hope dick clark is okay is at 150 and new year new us is at 110 it is now time for the halftime show It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. And today's halftime show has a theme In Memoriam. Question one In his first feature film, Chadwick Bozeman portrayed what Hall of Fame halfback in the 2008 film? The Express. I don't know if I can trust you anymore, Marcus. Shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. Is it? Is that right? How do you feel? No, that's right. All right, go ahead. Checking in. Hey, I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in. New Year, new us. You guys can talk it out. All right, Mason. So the movie is about Ernie Davis. He is the Express. Okay. Um, play for the Browns. So I don't. I want to say uh, Rob Brown played Ernie Davis in that. Okay. Pretty sure. So I'm thinking maybe he played, Chadwick played Jim Brown, like if in the movie, because they both played for the Browns. Which would make sense. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. 
and it was this it, around that era. That's all I know. I've never seen the movie, but I know that what okay. it's about. I have not seen the movie, so if if that's what it's about, then I mean Jim Brown would make the most sense as far as fitting yeah. all the boxes. So, all right, uh, we will check in with Jim Brown. Okay, New Year, New Us has checked in with Jim Brown, and I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? Ernie Davis. So no points will be awarded. Uh, Chadwick Boseman portrayed Floyd Little. Uh, The Express is a biographical film about Syracuse University Heisman Trophy winner Ernie Davis. Uh, Because of a recruiting pitch by the dying Davis, Little picked Syracuse over West Point. Marcus, you okay? No, I'm pretty irritated, to be completely honest. Why was I've you... never heard of Floyd Little, so <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's both a college he played, for the he played for the Broncos. Still he played for the Broncos. He's a Hall of Famer. Question two. Wilford Brimley portrayed Pop Fisher, a world weary manager of a slumping baseball team, in what movie? I have no clue. Um we'll check it. <laughs> Hey, I hope Dick Clark is okay. Has checked in. New year, new us. You guys can talk it out. Struggling baseball team in a movie. Bad News Bears. <laughs> he was in bad. in Bad News Bears. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I'm, yeah, I. I, I, I want to go no Bad News idea. Bears. That's fine. I mean, I, I don't think he was in that. It'd be funny who's in it, but I don't think he was. Um, but I don't. I don't even have anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other movies I know that have struggling baseball teams, and I know he wasn't in them, so. If you want to go with that, it's fine. I don't, I don't have anything. All right. Check it in. Okay, New Year, New Us has checked in with the Bad News Bears. I hope Dick Lark is okay. What do you guys got? I could name one Wilfred Brimley movie. Cocoon? That was our answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was hoping I was hoping there was some baseball in there somewhere. So no points awarded. Uh, would have it helped if I had given you the team name, the New York Knights? Wow, natural. Oh, it is the natural. Nineteen eighty four. Never seen it. Gosh, it's halftime, everybody. <laughs> twenty twenty halftime. Seriously, that's like you know. Kind of a quintessential baseball movie. Just saying. I've only seen The Sandlot. <laughs> no. Mason, I know. <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly. I, I know for you, uh, it being a quintessential sports movie doesn't mean much. Quintessential movies don't mean much. Okay, question three. Diego Maradona was featured in the music video to the 2010 World Cup song Waka Waka by what recording artist? I know this one. We could check it. (laughs) Me too. A music question. New Year, New Us has checked in. I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys can talk it out. That would be Fozzie, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I still want to use that. Yeah. I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's Shakira though. Right? I don't no? Yes? Wasn't that the, the South African one? Yes, Eric. That is one also. Yeah, Shakira, the no, famous I'm South just, African. No, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. You've you seen the extent of my soccer knowledge today. 
I think that I, Shakira came to my mind. So I, unless you'd really want to go with Fozzie, that would be amazing. No, let's you, you need to get right answers. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you have a lead. You can afford to miss one. I, I said cocoon. Is it really that concerning? <laughs> All right, let's let's check in with Shakira. Yeah, I hope Dick Clark is okay. It's checked in with Shakira. New year, new us. What do you guys got? Well, it's it's Shakira. Yeah, I think there's somebody else on there as well. Yep. But I, if we were looking for like the principal person, it's Shakira. Points all around. The correct answer is Shakira. Uh, footage used shows Maradona celebrating Argentina winning the 1986 World Cup. Question four. Olympic gymnast Kurt Thomas was featured in what 1985 film where he played the role of an American gymnast who traveled to the fictional country of Parmistan in order to compete in a deadly competition called The Game? Only Kurt Thomas I know played for the Knicks. Parmistan. It sounds like a place that Borat would go. It sounds like a place where all they do have is Parmesan. It's Parmistan. No. Now it sounds like a place I want to go to. Not if you have to go compete in the game. It's a deadly competition. Depends on what the game is. Well, we all lost the game already. So it's the Hunger Games, but I'd love to be in that. We're we're checking in. Okay, I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in. New year, new us. Um, You guys, I guess, can talk it out, though. I'm guessing you don't have much to say. When in doubt, go cocoon. I, I this, don't isn't, have, this isn't the running man. With a slight <laughs> inkling. I thought it was, I was hoping it was just called the game, yeah. but I'm yeah. guessing it's not since that's in the question. Uh, I, just, I don't know many gymnastics movies in general. Yeah, my favorite would be Stick It. I don't know too many other ones. Called what now? Hmm. It's called Stick, Stick it. it. Stick It. Wait, this movie. Yeah, it's from 2006. This movie's about gymnastics. <laughs> I didn't. I. No, no, it's I didn't. it's a gymnast, really. so I mean, I think it would have to be involved in it. I would, I would assume. Maybe, do you think his gymnast skills help him win? The oh game, my! Perhaps like he's hurtling over like bullets and stuff. Is this on the level of that really bad figure skating movie? Yes. Like, which one? The cutting <laughs> it edge. Probably, probably is based on. Oh, maybe this one's called the cutting floor. <laughs> I hate that I know this. <laughs> I, you just typed it out, and I'm just, I, is yeah. that autocorrect? Yeah, no. It's... But depending on how you know it, maybe, well, maybe it's yeah. not that bad. I I don't know, Mason. I, I literally don't even care because it's, it's not like a movie I'll The only thing watch. I recognize, I actually have heard of Kurt Thomas. Do I know anything about him? No. Do I know any movies he's in? No. So come up with a good title for for what this sounds like. This question would have been amazing if Mason knew it. It would have just made this year perfect. It, it would have. But... <laughs> I'm sorry for letting the whole podcast down. I apologize. I'm, he doesn't I'm know the same lot, but he comes out with an 85 gymnastics. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. No clue. We could go with Stick It, the prequel. <laughs> there, there it is. All right. I'm that. All about right. to stick it. New year, new us. <laughs> checking in with Stick It, the prequel. I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got? The only reason I know this is because I listened to a podcast called How Did This Get Made? And they reviewed this. And he does use gymnastics. In fact, he there's a scene where he uses a pommel horse to fight people. 
and uh, it's called Jim Cotta. One team is getting points. The correct answer is Jim Cotta. And yes, if you listen to the podcast, how did this get made? You would know the answer to this question. So you don't need to feel bad, Marcus, about knowing it. You don't know it because you just watched it because you wanted to. No, I watched it for that that show, and so it that, was terrible. You you get a pass for Wait, watching it. Jim Cotta's not that pitcher that won all those Gold Gloves in the nineties in two thousand. I think that's just Jim Cott, not Jim Cotta. Oh, that's awesome. close enough. Thank you, Wait, Marcus. So Marcus, for... Marcus, you actually you actually watched it afterwards. No, so <laughs> it depends on what it is. Like, I don't watch watch it for every movie that they do, but that one just seems so insane that I was like, I I need to watch this. I went to I'm, I'm I, a little. I went to a live show when they were in Seattle. I, I don't think they've even released it yet because that was, you know, one of the last things they did on their tour. <laughs> Let's move on to question five. Um, I have good feelings about this one. I really do. At which event did Regis Philbin help with commentary while Alex Trebek served as the ring announcer for the main event that featured Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter on March 24th, 1991? We're checked in. New Year, New Us has checked in. I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys can talk it out. March would definitely be WrestleMania. I mean, we just need the year, the number. Yeah. Um, so in 91... Is it seven? When did it start? 86 or seven or eight? Definitely not nine. No. <laughs> you sure it's not 15? 20 for all I know. I have it's been. a number. <laughs> I'm just trying to grab one that I know the year for sure and work back. What I do with <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah, you start at the front at the beginning. Super Bowl one was in. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. easier for me to do. The I was at WrestleMania 19 in 2003. Okay. When it was in Seattle. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. The one, the the one where um, Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. What one was that? Was that two or three? I think that's. Oh God. I I want to say three, but I'm not. I think it's. I think it's three because okay because Big John Stud and Hogan was was that two? Thought that was King Kong Bundy. One might have been. I think you were right with seven because if we do the math from two thousand three was WrestleMania nineteen, ninety three would have been nine, ninety one would be seven. Okay. Because WrestleMania three was eighty seven, so that's four would be eighty eight. Five, I think we're good. Okay, it's so so seven, right? Yes, WrestleMania seven. Checking in with WrestleMania oh, seven. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in with WrestleMania seven and New Year, New Us. What do you guys got? Flex a little bit. Um, five. He fought Macho Man. Six. He fought the Ultimate Warrior. Eight, he was supposed to fight Ric Flair in the greatest match ever, and the company screwed it up, and he fought freaking injustice. Uh, this is when Sergeant Slaughter did his anti-American gimmick, and he started becoming a uh, Gulf War sympathizer. Uh, it's definitely WrestleMania 7. Points all around. The correct answer is WrestleMania 7, and we do have a third in memoriam for this event. 
Joseph Laurinaitis, a.k.a. Animal, as a member of the Legion of Doom with Hawk, defeated Power and Glory at this event. And, Scott, who are Power and Glory? Do you know? Uh, Hercules and Paul Roma. Hercules and Paul Roma and their manager? Three? I don't know. They had a couple of different ones. Was it Albino? Nope. It was Slick. Oh, yeah, I like Slick. I'm sure if you looked at all of WrestleMania 7, there's a few more dead people. I'm sure there are. No, not that necessarily. That, not that died in 2020. Oh, all right. All right. Sorry. This there's, is the year in review. We only, right, we only acknowledge John Lorne. <laughs> yeah. The, the early WrestleManias, they are uh, like 75% of them are dead. Now. <laughs> so this is people. And there very well could have been others on undercards who died this year. I'm not sure. But he was a pretty big Heading into the second half, we have the following score. I hope Dick Clark is okay with 210. New Year, New Us with 150. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Pick and Roll. Pick and Roll. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the 10 items. If the team does not correctly identify all 10 items, the other team can attempt to finish this list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. And since New Year New Us is currently trailing, they will get to select the first list that they would like to come up with as many answers as they can the three lists are list number one the top 10 draft picks in the 2020 nfl draft list two the 10 closers with the most saves for the 2020 mlb season and list three, the top 10 men's college basketball teams in the final AP poll of the 2019-2020 season. We already know what you're picking, Scott. I, I think it just doesn't make sense for us to not pick the NFL draft. Yeah. That's more than one reason. Be. One, I think we can get all 10 and two. If we don't, they will. So, Yeah, I'm fine with that. So that's what we're going to choose, Josh. Okay, so... New Year, New Us is going to come up with their list of the top 10 draft picks in the 2020 NFL draft. Yep. Yep. That's the one. All right. All right. So, okay. So, New Year, New Us is checked in. So, if you guys want to give me your 10, we'll see how many you get. You want to beat them right. off, Mason? Yeah, you can do it. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so, we're going to go with uh, in no particular order. Uh, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Justin Herbert, Tua Tungabailoa, Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, Derek Brown, Isaiah Simmons, Jeff Okuda, and C.J. Henderson. And New Year, New Us 
successfully listed all 10 of the top 10 draft picks. So they will be receiving 100 points. I think we made the right choice there, Nick. <laughs> so oh, yeah. for the choice of the second of the lists, I hope Dick Clark is okay. You guys get to choose between the 10 closers with the most saves or the top 10 men's college basketball teams in the final AP poll. What do you think, dude? I think college basketball might be easier. <laughs> um, yeah, because we can name teams that are good as opposed to uh, when you're looking around the league and there's guys that I have no, I, I know that I'll, I'll have no idea. Well, that that's yeah. 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 Yep. Um, all right. I, 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 I have most of it. Okay. But. All right, we can work on it. Yep. You guys are taking the men's college basketball? Yes. Yeah. All right. Just let me know when you have your list of 10. Yeah, let's go with it. I don't want to overthink it. Okay. All right. You guys got your list? We do. All right. Just start. Let me know what you got on your top 10. Go ahead, Marcus. I, yeah. All right. Um, again, in no particular order, we have Kansas, Villanova. Michigan State, Kentucky, Gonzaga, Florida State, Dayton, San Diego State, Creighton, and Baylor. This is really impressive. That is now the second list that was completed. Those are the top 10. Kansas, Gonzaga, Dayton, Florida State, Baylor, San Diego State, Creighton, Kentucky, Michigan State, Villanova. Those were the top 10 in the final somewhere in March, I'm assuming. Do you, do you have anything, anybody else? I have else 11 through 15. Where's Duke? Duke is 11th. Oh, all right. All right. Maryland, 12th. <laughs> Oregon, 13. Louisville, 14. Seton Hall, 15. We In our chat, Oregon, Duke, and Maryland are all <laughs> right there. Oh, Crap. that's crazy. Well, two clean sweeps of the first two, which means New Year, New Us. You are still trailing, so you guys get the first shot at the 10 closers with the most saves for the 2020 MLB season. Good luck. Name 10 closers. <laughs> you can now, name 10 closers, but with the opt-outs and, and all this crap, it's like... Yeah, the thing Keith, is... Keith Folk's still going. Right. Bobby Jenks. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pull some stuff. I did have a fantasy baseball team for the oh. season. I'm just trying to remember anybody that was on any team. All right, so I think we're gonna have to figure out. We have to condense this list because we just have a bunch of names thrown around. Yeah, I know. I don't know if any of them are actually correct. Because I know we have more than ten names. We're just gonna have to. <laughs> who closed I don't know for how. this? Wait, who closed for this team? Because they were really good this past yeah, year. We have three names. <laughs> These two teams were really good. <laughs> and not <laughs> I don't know who close for them. <laughs> hey, I mean fantasy baseball, you start you seeing the names enough times. Oh yeah. Um that's the problem. It's like it wasn't like a regular season where you had 162 <laughs> sample size and you could go, oh yeah. Nah, it was just a smattering of games, and you're just hoping that you can make probably 10th place has like eight. It's gonna yeah, be some or even exactly, small number. It's gonna exactly. be a small number that's gonna get sneak on the list. So Keith Folk still could be on there. Yeah, there's a, there's a chance. 
I think I, mean, I think that's a pretty solid list. Okay. We're gonna. I'm I'm fine if you want to go with that. Yep. All right. Let's hear your list. All right. So our list in no particular order because we have no idea what order this is going to be in. Or if any of them um, are right. Yeah, we might, might have all ten wrong. Um. So we have Zach Britton, Kenley Jansen, Roberto Asuna, Liam Hendricks, Josh Hader, Craig Kimbrell, Taylor Rogers, Trevor Rosenthal. Daniel Hudson and Mark Melanson, or down here be Melanson, but Melanson apparently for everywhere else. You successfully gave me six correct answers. Uh, Liam Hendricks had 14 saves. Josh Hader had 13 saves. Kenley Jansen had 11. Trevor Rosenthal had 11. Mark Melanson had 11. <laughs> And Daniel Hudson had 10. All right. I'm glad I came up with some of those. I feel. I so feel there okay. are. So I hope Dick Clark is okay. There are four closers that they did not get from the top 10. So you guys can now try to get those four. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have had a, an amazing discussion about how we are struggling just to name 10 dudes, period. Well, you only need to name four dudes, period, that I weren't know. listed in their bunch. I, I think know. we, I think we had four, and yeah. they stole some of them. So now we have less than four. Oh, we, we stole our own answers that we <laughs> had to get. When we only have four, you can't take them. <laughs> what was I'm sorry, the, you didn't reserve them. <laughs> what was the lowest total that they got of a guy? The a guy they got correct. The the lowest total that they got was ten. Goodness. So so the White Sox guy, we can go with him. Cola May. We we discussed Mariners, to which I said no because they <laughs> they, they win four. ten games. They had about four guys in that role, <laughs> and the only guy that could have maybe got on here was traded to San Diego. So did they and win ten games? Um, I don't remember. I does basically when it, as each year goes by and we don't make the playoffs, I just forget. Well, except for Kyle Lewis because he's amazing. But and then there's uh so White Sox guys, and then uh, I. Just because you can actually only... say names now. I, did, I, I said I said his name. No, you just said White Sox guy. No, I he I, did. He said a name. Col- Col- okay, maybe you did. Um, and then there's the just because the only games I watched were White Sox were the Indians dude. Um, hand first name don't know. Brad Brad Hand I think sounds right. Either way, Hand. Yeah, so Colome and Hand and uh, anybody after that I have no idea. I I would. I wish I could tell you, but the the ALS was not not great. I, I like started going by divisions, and I got there, and I like skipped it. Yeah, it's it's not good. The Rangers were terrible. We were terrible. The Astros are a bunch of cheating dicks, and I don't remember who they have as a. So it's not Edwin Diaz. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if this is blown saves, he'd be number one. <laughs> Greatest trade in Mariners history by far. Anyways. Um, I mean, we can just say that because it's a name. Yeah, and then we throw Lucky Johnson out there. All right. So okay, so who are your four? I've already forgotten. Colome, <laughs> Colome, Hand, Diaz, and Johnson. You do have two correct. Brad Hand led the league with sixteen saves, and Alex Colome had twelve. The two who you are missing are both former Twins. 
one of which who pitches for Miami, the other of which who pitches for Houston. Oh, they right are Sorry, Brad Lidge, Brandon Kinsler for Miami, and yeah. Ryan Presley for Houston. Where was Keith Folk on that list? I don't have anything beyond the 10 because the top 10 had double digits. Everyone else was less than 10. I didn't even bother. Well, I was right about Miami having the, that guy. Yeah, no, I knew it was Miami. I just could not think of who it was. Yeah. And so I, after I wasn't the, sure about Presley either. So was, after the third quarter, uh, New Year, New Us has closed the gap. They currently have 310 to, I hope Dick Clark is okay, is 330. It's only a 20 point difference. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, C is for comeback in reference to the NFL. Question two, O is for on-base percentage in reference to Major League Baseball. Question three is in V is for volume shooters in reference to the NBA. Question four, I is for ice hockey in reference to the NHL. And question five, D is for draft in reference to college football. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Okay, now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in C is for comeback. In week two of the NFL season, the Atlanta Falcons led the Dallas Cowboys 20 to nothing after the first quarter. They ended up blowing this lead and lost the game 40 to 39. How many unanswered points did the Cowboys score to close out the game and secure the victory? Yeah, that's got to be that, Marcus, right? Yeah. Makes sense. All right, yeah. we're going to check in. Hey, I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is checked in. So new year, new us. You guys can talk it out. I'm thinking they were down by, I don't remember. I know they went for two the last time and missed it. I don't remember about the first one. So I'm thinking they were down 16. They made the first one missed the second one, and then kicked the field goal to win it. And that would be – they might have only had to go for it one time. I know they missed the second one, and they put them down two. They kicked the field goal to win it right, by right. one. So they had 37 when they but missed I don't, the second one, which means they had 31. Right. Well, so it would have had – yeah. It's either – I think it's either 15 or 16 because I know they missed a two-pointer. I don't know if they went for two the first time because they were down – if they were down 16, they would have went for two twice. Right. I don't remember if that happened or if they were if they maybe were only down 15, they kicked the extra point, then went for two. If you think they went for two twice, you you, have, you seem to think they did. So I I would say 16 over 15. I'm right. I'm good with 16. Okay. So yeah, so that would put them at what 39-23. Well, no, but they won by one, so their deficit would have been 16 if they scored 17 points to win by one. Is what I'm. Right, so then the answer we want is 17, because of how many unanswered points did they score? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I, I thought it was asking for the – I thought it was the deficit prior. No, to no, sorry. sorry, it's the unanswered okay. point. Okay, so yeah, so it would be 17. So we'll go ahead and check in with uh, 17 for 90 points. 
All right. New Year, New Us checked in for, with 17 for 90 points. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What did you guys get and how many points did you wager? So Dak had a, a touchdown pass to Schultz, I believe. Um, failed two-point conversion. And then he had a, t- a short run with a kick. So that's 13. And then the field goal to win it. So we're at 16. We checked in with 16 and we wagered 65 points. Uh, one time. team will be getting points. For a second, I thought both teams were going to be getting points. Eric hit it perfectly on the head. The answer was 16. And my apologies to Michael Searles for this question being asked. Okay, moving on to question two. In O is for on-base percentage. What National League outfielder led the major major leagues in on-base percentage for the 2020 regular season? (laughs) Checking in. All right, I hope Dick Clark is okay, has checked in. So new year, new us. You guys can talk it out. I think of who hit really well, and I'm trying to go by by division. Think of the teams in there. Yeah, I don't think it's anyone from the NL East. Um, I think the only option there would be Acuna, and he. I don't think it was him. Like it wasn't like Juan Soto. Ah, uh, I was going to mention Juan Soto. I thought thought he had he a had breakout. A, he had a good season, but I, I don't think he had like I don't think he had a. I'd be I, surprised I, if he had a better OBP than Mookie Betts. I'm did. trying to think, and I don't think Mookie Betts is correct because we talked about him earlier. I don't think he would have him in the question in the game twice. I mean, that doesn't, I've learned from Josh's games that is not indicative of anything. Um, uh, I know Charlie Blackman hit well over 300. I know he walks a lot. Marcelo Zuna had a great season, but he strikes out too much. That's okay. His OBP wouldn't have been higher than Freddie Freeman's on his own team. So Brian Reynolds from the Pirates had a really good season, but I don't think he had like not, OBP. I don't think he's that high. That leads me to like I it's between Betts and Blackman, and if I, I had guess, to pick, I'd probably I'd lean towards probably Blackman. I think of the two. Yeah, of those two, I'd say I'd lean towards Blackman. All right, so we are going to check in with Charlie Blackman, and we wagered forty points on this one. Yay! New Year, new us for forty points at Charlie Blackman, and I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got, and how much did you wager? Well. Eric only knew, <laughs> said it's AL or nothing for him. And I know one guy that gets on base all the time and he looks like a freaking caveman and that's Charlie Blackman. So we also checked in with Charlie Blackman for zero points. Well, the question doesn't affect, I hope Dick Clark is okay at all. And unfortunately, New Year New Us is going to lose 40 points. In the end, they should have trusted their fantasy baseball player and his initial thought because the correct answer is Juan Soto. <laughs> Soto also led the league in slugging percentage, thus also leading the league in OPS. He had a good season. Moving on to question three. In V is for volume shooters. It is no surprise that James Harden led the NBA in field goals attempted for the 2019-2020 regular season. But what two Western Conference teammates finished second and third in field goals attempted? You know what? I like your original answer better. Actually, Marcus, I don't think we're going to. All right. Unless, wait. Uh, nope, never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to check in. <laughs> okay. I hope Dick Clark is okay. Has checked in. So, New Year, New Us. You guys can talk it out. We got it narrowed down to the two. 
Yeah. It's just, McCollum and Lillard or it's PG and Kawhi. Yeah. And I understand your logic about the Clippers have a better supporting cast. So well, because they have like Lou Will shoots a lot to take away shots, whereas for the Blazers, like those <laughs> pretty much shoot every possession. Yeah. I mean, unless have, Rodney Hood makes two threes, but. Right. Those are the two main guys on the team. So they're going to be taking the bulk of the shot. Paul George shoots personally. a lot. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. But that's I, you know, thing. but I also, I feel like. Again, like Blue Will was shooting a lot. Harold had a decent season. Yeah, it's got to be one of these two combos. It's just matters which one. Yeah, I'm leaning Willard McCollum. And again, those were our first thoughts right off the bat. But if you feel strongly about the other one, I'm I mean, I, honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if they were two, three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, you were on one Soto, and I talked about it before. So if you're on Willard or McCollum. Then- <laughs> We're going to check in uh, for 90 points with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. All right. New year, new us for 90 points is checked in with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What did you guys come up with and how much did you wager? Yeah, I immediately, the first thing I said, it's Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. We threw around LeBron and Anthony Davis, but LeBron for some reason likes to pass, even though he can get to the rim whenever he feels like it. Um, and then we did discuss Paul, George, and Kawhi, but I feel like both of them kind of defer at weird times. And I don't, I don't see Paul George as much as, as much of a volume guy as you guys maybe did, maybe when he was in Indiana. But I don't feel I see that when I see him play. So we also uh, uh, checked in with uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum for sixty-five points. Everybody's getting their points. The correct answers are C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Uh, Harden finished with 1,514 attempts, while McCollum attempted 1,356 shots, and Lillard attempted 1,349 shots. Donovan Mitchell wasn't far behind with the 1,342 shots attempted. Going back to Paul George, so is his new contract based on number of shots taken, <laughs> not number of shots made necessarily? Right. Especially so not I, like postseason shots made. It's right. about just uh, attempts. Playoff what, P, ba- playoff P, baby. Yeah. What well, I said sounded negative. He doesn't negative. show up for the playoffs. He is not a big time player. He's a great regular season player. He is not. A, he doesn't step up when it's needed. I'm, you know what? That was a knock on Jimmy Butler until this past season. So there's what still did time Jimmy Butler? PG he's to, a punk. There's, I'm just Butler's saying, a punk. He's not a knucklehead. He's a punk and a cancer to locker rooms. Screw that guy. He damn near sunk the Timberwolves himself. He's not a leader. I, I think that he's ship was already a, sinking no. before he oh, got wait. there. No, he went in and cut a huge. There were there were plenty of little holes in the bottom. He punctured a huge monster hole. He's Can you punk. sink when you're already sunk? Well, they weren't sunk yet. They were sinking. He just, you know, decided to put a bigger hole in the bottom of the boat. What a Josh's punk. feelings about Jimmy Butler do not reflect the feelings of all of No, the they should. He's a punk. Ask people in Chicago. Ask people in Philadelphia. Don't worry. He's going to, you know, Miami's not going to be as good this year, and he's going to start and complaining and wanting out. It's going to happen. I, I can't think of any former Timberwolf I loathe more. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. <laughs> That's, hey, this is an idea for a Patreon where we all just bash guys that we just can't stand. Oh, that'd be That's a good a, one. That's a really good idea. Yeah? Mine's, you know, mine's going to you know be all women. On the top, you, know, <laughs> you know who's on the top of my list now, apparently. Okay, well, should we move on? Sorry about my uh, Jimmy Butler rant there. 
Question four in I is for ice hockey. What Western Conference winger led the NHL in penalty minutes for the 2019-2020 season, his second season in a row? This is the hockey question I get. <laughs> so is this not a legitimate that's... hockey question? Are penalties not a significant part of the game? They're not. <laughs> it... As with the as with the soccer question earlier, I t- I typed to Eric. Good luck, sir. <laughs> oh, he's got this. Oh god. Yeah, he's gonna get it. He just wants to complain that I asked a penalty minute question rather than. This is the only hockey question you probably could have asked that I didn't have already in my holster. <laughs> well, the good the, the good thing he found is the one. <laughs> he bet. Maybe he bet. The, the good thing is you can uh, talk it out to yourself. We're checking. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. so Marcus. All right. <laughs> So New yeah. York, New Year, New Us, they're checked in. I uh, hope Dick Clark is okay and Marcus is enjoying watching television. So Eric, let me know when you have an answer. Sorry, I'll pay attention. What's up? What do you need me for? A hockey player. Go back to oh, watching football. Right. Uh, the Kraken don't have any players yet, do they? No, they do not. But I'm excited I mean, I, about I saw I saw the mock draft of them, and they're going to get – they're actually uh, – was it TJ Oshie? Is- TJ Oshie's going to Seattle? Where we can go back to the homeland. Yoshi. Um, I'm I'm down to three guys. Okay. His second season doing it, so that narrows it down to one guy. So it's not going to be well because there was Brendan Lemieux. I know he he's a. I loved his dad because he played for the Avalanche, but he's a that Cloud's son. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Claude's son. Um, and then there's uh, Brady Kachuk. Um, again, another legacy guy. Um, but I think it's Evander Kane. What's he, the name that I know? He is Woo! just, he's, I hate him. Um, but yeah, so if doing it two seasons in a row, I don't think a Chuck would have done it two years in a row. And Lemieux hasn't been around long enough to do that. Uh, so let's go with Evander Kane. For how many points? 100. I hope Dick Clark is okay. He's checked in with Evander Kane for 100 points. And New Year, New Us. What do you guys got? And how much did you wager? Uh, well, we wagered zero. Shocker. Uh, yeah, I was going to say surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, I don't know any of the, the recent uh, knuckleheads in hockey, so we just checked in with the ultimate knucklehead of Danny Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, one team is getting their points because the correct answer is Evander Kane. Even though Eric wanted to complain, I asked a penalty minute question. Like no, honestly, if you if you would have asked goals, assists, power play points, wins it for goalies, like any of these shorthanded goals, all this stuff, you would I would have had it immediately. immediately. <laughs> the one oh, that I did not have hard. immediately. So if, so and hard. if I didn't have the second year in a row, would have it been more of a difficult? Thing? Yeah, I was probably I probably would have I, I would have said Lemieux. Okay, Vander right. Kane. Well, that's a cool name. And that's Patrick uh, Kane's son, named after Vander Holyfield. <laughs> And uh, Kane is one of 30 black players in, currently in the NHL. That's why I know him. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> okay, heading into the last question, just a quick score update. Uh, New Year, New oh. Us is at 270. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. Is at 560. So let's finish this out with question five in D is for draft. While LSU led the way... With 14 players selected in the 2020 
NFL draft, what two rival universities were tied for the second most players drafted with 10 each? Uh, we are checking in. Okay, I hope Dick Clark is okay, has checked in. So New York, New Us, you guys, New York. <laughs> new Year, New <laughs> Us. New York. <laughs> can, uh, you, guys can, you guys can talk it out. So I just based on the names I can come up with, I think Ohio State's going to be up there i don't know if they're second but i mean yeah they had they had so many guys they had at least three that i can name in the first round there might have been more but i know three for sure right okuda arnett oh arnett yeah i i I knew i said i told scott that other corner it was one that they were shocked to pick i'd be really surprised if it wasn't them because they also had like malik harrison got drafted out of there um they had a couple receivers get drafted um their lineman what's his name uh Jonah Jackson is a yep. guard that got drafted. So I feel like it's got to be a high but, but Michigan? I can only name – well, we named a couple guys. The only one I knew high profile was Cesar Ruiz because he was drafted by the Saints. Right. And he was a first-round pick. DPJ. Uche and sure. Donlin Peoples-Jones, right? Yeah, and Uche. And they had – I don't – they had Colette Hudson, but I don't – I think he got drafted. I think he but did. I, did someone take nope. a shot on maybe uh, Shea Patterson? I don't know. Like a seventh-round pick, maybe they could have t- taken him. But still, like, I can't think he of any, to- like, O-line or D-line besides UJ. I can't think of, like, any corners either. No. My my thinking was if it is Michigan, it's going to be a lot of, like, fifth, sixth-round guys Yeah. If, if it's going to be them. Because I can only name one first-rounder. And I don't know if we have any on day two for them. I don't remember yeah. Uche specifically. Well, so then it's around. it's is Wisconsin considered a rival? Of- Kinda. And and there we don't have that many either. I mean, right. Jonathan Taylor second round. Zach Bond was third round. And then the Tyler, adage. yeah, Tyler him was another line that they they took. Are there any other rivalries that we're missing? Yeah, I was just thinking about general rivalries. Alabama Auburn, but Auburn like, didn't have that many besides no. Derek Brown. What about like Clemson, Clemson, Florida, Florida State? No, no, definitely not. I'm just trying to think of, and it's I don't think it's any you know sort of like Pac-12 because they're not turning out. And no, it's not like USC, anymore. UCLA, nothing like right. that. Stanford, Cal. No, I I'd be shocked if it wasn't Ohio State. So what rival of Ohio State do we want to go with? I'm I mean, I'm leaning towards Miss, Michigan just because I consider that more of a rival than Wisconsin. Right. Yeah, I, for me, I only think that Ohio State is their big rival. You know? Yeah. So maybe, like I said, maybe Michigan had a bunch of guys later on that we just can't think of right now. All right, let's so, do it then. All right, we'll go ahead and check in with Ohio State and Michigan for 90 points. Okay, New Year, New Us has checked in with Ohio State and Michigan for 90 points. And I hope Dick Clark is okay. What do you guys got and how much did you wager? Um, yeah, we had a very similar conversation. Um, you know, rivalries, Auburn, Bama came up first, like you said, uh, um, you know, Bama might've had 10, but even them, they're, they're so top heavy. It's, it's a lot of first and second round guys, and you really don't see a ton of Bama guys going later than that. Um, and so then we, uh, said Ohio state, Michigan. And again, like you said, we're going through our head about Harrison and and Dobbins and and um, you know Akuda and Young 
and Michigan, I know always has guys, you know, going in those mid rounds. Um, like you said, Cesar Ruiz, Donovan Peoples Jones, Uche, um, Ben Bredesen was a guard for them that went. Um, so yeah, with and with the rivalry thing, that's you know, even though it's not really a rivalry as of late, it's still probably the most recognizable one in college football. So we uh, checked in with Ohio State and Michigan for 100 points. Well, both teams will be getting points. The correct answers are Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, Alabama was fourth with nine players selected. So Michigan had one first-rounder, Cesar Ruiz, one second-rounder, Josh Uche, and they had a fourth, two-fifths, and uh, the rest were sixth rounders. So, yeah, so lots of later round draft picks for Michigan. With that, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. New Year, New Us finishes the game with 360 points, and our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the, the prestigious Casey Weldon Award with 660 points, is I hope Dick Clark is okay. Really do hope he's okay. I, I do as well. Um, did you know that Casey Weldon, who went to Florida State, finished runner-up in the 1991 Heisman Trophy balloting to Desmond Howard of Michigan? Uh, he would go on to start zero games in his five-year NFL career. He completed exactly 60 of his 120 passes, uh, throwing one touchdown and four interceptions. So he was never given a proper chance. <laughs> Those are better numbers, like the touchdown interception ratio of Nathan Peterman. So, <laughs> and he's still in the league, <laughs> right? And Gruden's mm-hmm. like, I like this Peterman. Tell you what, man, this Nathan Peterman kid <laughs> he really can sling it. He's, he's sec- uh, to he's, the other team. He's second string. Mariota's third. Knock on wood, if, you, if you're with me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, any, anything else you guys want to say uh, before we? Uh... When is this coming out? Today? This is coming out. It should be right after the new year. So like January 2nd or 3rd. All right. Well, so happy new year to everyone that listens to this. Thank you for helping us uh, get to the level that we're at so that we can continue to bring this podcast to you in 2021. I hope that 2021 is a much better year than its predecessor. Mason, you got anything? Do I have anything? Um, no, other than uh, I enjoy playing with Scott. It's always fun for us to neither one of us to know answers but we try to sound like we know something at least um so that's good and um yeah it was a fun game even though apparently i didn't pay much attention to sports that i thought i did in 2020 so marcus thank you guys uh all uh the bench warmer team for bringing me on this is like i said this has made an otherwise really rough year a lot more fun and i'm looking forward to um helping grow the show and uh um, yeah, uh, thank you to everybody who contributes to our Patreon to help make this happen because this uh, this is such a fun thing to do. So appreciate all of you guys that listen, and I appreciate you guys, especially these four beautiful faces in front of me right now. Kurt, you got anything to close out the? I I, I want to thank every listener we have. When we started this, I didn't think we would have any. Um, I remember our first conversation before we released our first episode, like, what's a good number? And I'm like, six, seven, (laughs) my mom and her friends, maybe, I don't know. 
Um, but no, um, it's it's been overwhelming, and I couldn't think of a you know better group of guys to to do this with. Um, when we first started, I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna work. We don't know each other, but hey, after almost what coming up seven months now, six months, it's been a lot of fun. And you know, even the guys that aren't here today, Dan, JJ, Matt, I forget anybody else. That's it. <laughs> Some there's one other guy. I forget his name. Uh, Vin. Vin <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, Victor Oladipo, that's who it was. Victor Oladipo. <laughs> Got to always shout out to him. He's he's a he's a big fan. Um, he's still hasn't joined Patreon yet. I don't know why. He uh, said he can't afford it. He's got enough to spare. <laughs> but yeah, so um, no, thank you guys. Um, this is, yeah, good way to end the year. Yeah, I guess I would like to just echo kind of the same sentiment. Uh, we can't thank enough uh, those of you who are taking the time to listen to the podcast and those who are willing to support us with patreon um it's kind of blown us away um obviously if anyone else would like to we'd, we'd appreciate that too um but uh happy new year and with that thanks for listening to the bench warmer trivia podcast and until next time we'll keep the bench warm and you know meth no kids don't do meth. <laughs> We almost made it a whole episode without it. And here he is having to spew that nonsense. I didn't say do math. I'm just saying it's a thing. Stop the recording. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. He didn't know who DJ Cooper was. I was highly disappointed. <laughs> it was Yeah. Gosh. One Philip Sanford is the only person who's ever heard of DJ Cooper. His mother doesn't people. even know who DJ Cooper is. <laughs> He's good people. <laughs>